What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. Happy Combine Week. This week on the pod, we break down the Combine and some prospects that we're looking for, including some drills that we um, think are more particular of interest. Um, We'll give you the schedule for the week as well, so you can try to follow along for the NFL Combine. Um, Other than that, we have things coming forward. We'll be drinking down the draft. We'll be breaking down this Combine next week as well, Um, some things that stood out to us. And we'll be having people on the pod as well that are... uh, a little more akin to the draft prospects. Thank you all for listening. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a review, and we appreciate all the support. Now, time for the podcast. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast where lifelong Lions fans... UJ... Rudd Dog, Bob, Connor. <laughs> talk about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions, where victory isn't just talked about, it's earned. One pride. Let's get this podcast rolling. Welcome back, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. It's February 25th, 10 p.m., a chilly night here um, in the Midwest, uh, we're joined by Bob and Rudd Dog. How you fellas doing? Good, good. Hello, good, good. Yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff going on in the NFL right now, right? <laughs> no, no, not too much going on actually. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of the, the slow period. You had me at a pause there. I was like, what? waiting for things to pick up a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but this week, um, it does, yeah, like you said, start to pick up a little bit. The NFL Combine is this week. Uh, do you guys, do you guys watch the Combine? If I can, I'll watch some of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. But I'm probably not going to. I remember uh, at least like in high school on the weekends, I would definitely watch it for sure. Uh, but it's a little hard. Now it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And this is the order of which the NFL combine is going to go. On Thursday, um, running backs, offensive linemen, and the quarterbacks. And then Friday, uh, so I think they split the quarterbacks backs up half and half. Uh, there's more quarterbacks on Friday. Then wide receivers, tight ends, and then kickers and punters. Uh, and then Saturday, defensive linemen and linebackers. So that's a big Lions day right there. And it's a Saturday. So oh, yeah. Lions fans can tune in on the yeah. NFL Network for that one. And then uh, Sunday, also a big day for Lions. Basically, anything defensive related. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, March 3rd, defensive backs. 
to all defensive backs on Sunday. Uh, what are you guys? What are you guys looking for? Yeah, yeah. What was that? So the weekends. What were we looking? Yeah, I was gonna say the weekends. What we're looking at for for guys oh, that are yeah. be moving up and down these defensive ends that we're looking at. So yeah, Jackie, you wanna, what are you, what are you looking at? Because you missed last week. Yeah, run down for the what am I thinking draft, for the draft right now. Well, uh, as you know, Bob, just as from recent texts, uh, definitely looking for De- my boy Devin White out of LSU. It's the first pick in the draft. That's sort of my ho- biggest hope. I mean, sort of like a miracle, like Josh Allen falling to us, but. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, I'm really excited for this combine, though, to see, like, what guys like Devin White can do, see what Josh Allen runs. That'll depend. But, that He might be there for us if he doesn't wow at the 40. Um, some receivers. I, I think the Lions should be looking for some speedsters coming out. Uh, I want someone who can just take the top off of the defense, and I think that's what they've been sorely missing. Yeah, so what kind of drills are you looking at? Uh, let, let's start with the linebackers. So, obviously, linebackers a big need for the Lions. What kind of um, combine drills do you find best to uh, assess the linebacker position? The things with, like, the change of direction, the cone drills, the, those various ones probably are the most important because they show fluidity and change of direction. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. the 40 is important, but good linebacker play is more about instinct and anticipation anyway, but – I mean, so if they can change direction really well, that usually sets them up well to play as a, you know, defender in space. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think we'll be looking – the 40 is going to be key on those defensive backs, though, for guys who are looking at – you know, we don't want another <laughs> Tease-Tabor situation. We need some guy – You mean the speed. future Hall of Famer Tease-Tabor? Especially for you. He's going to blow up this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I hope he is. I hope he is. Right now it doesn't look yeah. like it, but uh, – <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, especially if we're going to get someone in the first round. Well, if we draft rounds. him at eight, like this Greedy Williams, he's got to run a sub four, four, five, I'd say, something like that. It had to be pretty impressive speed. He yeah, draft, no, for sure. Or real and, fast. And just a reminder for the listeners out there, um, the combine drills are as such. The 40-yard dash, the bench press, the vertical jump, the broad jump, three-cone drill, and shuttle run. And then there's some, like, uh, you know, ball drills and stuff that they do on the field. But eh, those don't really get looked at as much as these measurables. And there's also the medical the medical and the interviews, yeah. of course, that go on at the Combine as well that we don't get to see. We should get also, to see the interviews. Uh, do you know how great it would be to see the interviews? Also, yeah, that would be nice. But it's also, oh, yeah, I would love one that. One of the more important ones is, is size and height and weight is probably one of the biggest ones. Yes, measurables. Yeah. That's yeah, because I mean, you never know what these colleges are putting yeah. on their, you know, their rosters. They're, they're adding 15 pounds to a guy right. or something like that to make him look better. But you can't lie to the uh, NFL guy. Right. It's going to be the most accurate height and weight you'll have on them probably in their whole career, at least at that point in time. <laughs> it would be good to get a look in at the quarterbacks taking the Wonderlick test, you know, and they're like, God, why am I so <laughs> stupid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> struggling, you know. Oh, yeah. No, for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, just in case you're curious, uh, so the like, top cornerback out of the draft last year was Denzel Ward. He ran a 4-3-240. Uh, 
which was tied yeah. for second in last year. Okay. And that has yeah. translated well to the NFL. It definitely has. So. And then Shaquille Griffin, another really good cornerback uh, for the Seahawks. He was four, he ran four, a four five. three four 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 three eight actually. Oh, that's right. That's a cornerback. Cornerback. You're thinking of uh, his brother, the linebacker. No, I'm thinking of Sha- Sha- Shaquem. Yeah, Shaquem this is Shaquille Griffin. I'm thinking. Of. They're they're very similar names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be interested to see what Devin White runs because he looks fast as hell in the, the LSU linebacker. So between all linebackers last year, Shaquem, Shaquem Griffin, the one you were just talking about, Rudd Dog, uh, 43840 last year. That was the fastest. Roquan Smith, 451. Um, those are the two fastest last year. For a linebacker, that's what, like, yeah. I'm thinking uh, Devin White's going to run in the range of. I'm expecting it to be more like. Uh, Four or five, but uh, if he runs faster than that, we might have we might not be able to get him. <laughs> um, uh, running a uh, linebacker running in the four fours, Oof. but I mean, because Jared yeah. Davis, I think, ran yeah. like something like a four six. Yep, he ran a four six. Uh, Lane Vanderash ran a four six five. If you want to compare, I mean, you for see a... how fast those guys are four six. I mean, that's so I mean. That's why I think Devin White might run a little faster than Jared Davis. Not a ton. Yeah, that would be oh. sweet to have that speedy linebacking core with uh, Davis and uh, so many run uh, White. stuff behind yeah. the line of scrimmage, and be so hard to run on our perimeter. Do we need two Gerard Davises though on the field? That's what I'm wondering because I there's yeah. a lot of stuff written about Devin White that's very similar to Gerard Davis, speedy, but uh, you know the coverage can be very iffy. And do we want two of those guys on the field? Is Mike? Wait, question. that's not a that's not a knock on Devin White. He's known for coverage. I I've read opposite. <laughs> well, I've read counter opposite. <laughs> 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 Well, there you go. I've read he's a very good tackler. He's very, uh, you know, pretty quick to the ball. But he, but he's very much in the mold of Draw Davis. I've read a lot of comparisons to him in Draw Davis in that sense. That, uh, that, and I, I've read that that he's just nonstop. Yeah, whatever he does. And another Draw Davis comparison right there. He's also a nonstop guy. I, I just don't know if we want two of the same player on the field. I'd rather see. Maybe some guys with different skill sets. Again, this is before the combine and all the assessments and things I've like read that. Where I'm just not as high on Devin White right now as you guys are. He was he was seen as better than uh, Roquan Smith by a bunch, a lot of people when he was a sophomore, and Roquan was a junior the year he won the Buckus Award winner, and then he came along and his junior won the Buckus Award winner. This dude knows how to ball out. I don't think I think he's better than Jared Davis was in college. I think this dude is legit. Okay, I mean, we'll we'll see. I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying. I'm right. I'm agree with my opinion. Shut up. Uh, a guy I really want to see um, in the measurables is Greedy Williams, uh, his teammate, Devin White's teammate. That that's the guy I can get really excited by. I think, especially in a Matt Patricia type defense. I, I think I was telling that you, Rudd Dog, or Bob, or somebody yeah. like that, is that I think. The Lions defense very much wants to be like the Patriots defense, uh, like in the Super Bowl this year. A lot they like to play a lot of man coverage more than anybody else in the league. The Patriots and they put all their defensive capital 
into defensive backs. So then they can scheme on their front seven a lot more with blitzes and delayed blitzes and things like that. It's a very consistent thing throughout the Bill Belichick, especially the second half of his coaching career here. And I, I see the Lions going in that direction personally, um, loading up on defensive backs. And that's why I think Greedy Williams might be the Lions selection as my current, that's my current pick of what I think the Lions are going to do. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Cause didn't you like a uh, different cornerback before? Uh, Greedy's moved up. On uh, DeAndre court. Baker. The guy, yeah. Yeah. He's the other uh, yeah. top cornerback. But, but after watching a little more film and things like that, and the length that Greedy Williams has, especially, uh, I, I I like him a little better, especially because I think he, he can be a really good defender in yeah. the red zone. A, a guy I'm interested in seeing what he does in the combine, just because he's been tied to the Lions a lot now, is uh, Cleveland mm-hmm. Farrell. And um, he's been moving up. He's been uh, in a lot of these mock drafts. He goes to the Lions. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested to see what he does because I've been seeing like he's been associated with us a lot, but for some reason I'm just not. I don't feel it with him. Yeah, I see him as like a later first round draft pick. He's not known as like the top athlete of all these other athletes. He's just more. He's more of a finesse guy. I mean, he's still, like, an, a very, very good athlete. You're not going to go be projected in the first round without being a good athlete. But just in, compared to, in comparison to some others, he's known as more of a technique guy than just somebody yeah. that's going to be with pure athleticism. Yeah, I don't think he's a top ten pick. Hey, based on what I've seen. Yeah, uh, Rudd Dog, I'm interested in what you – we talked last week, um, Big Z and I talked about Rashawn Gary from Michigan. And um, – just whether we think he'd be a good fit and whether he'd be uh, worthy getting in the top 10. What's interesting about that is just in the last week, he's even been climbing up even further in a lot of these drafts. He's been getting yeah. a lot of hype. So what I do you think of him? I have not really seen much of him, so I'm not too familiar. I've heard he's a freak athlete and a stud. I mean, uh, we'll we'll see a little bit more about what he can do physically this weekend, but uh, I don't know. I mean, if 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 he's there, and yeah, he fits what the Lions want by all means. Yeah, I just wonder because a lot of people are putting the edge an edge rusher for the Lions, and you're wondering are they looking to draft that on the top or are they looking to get that in free agency? You know, so it'd be interesting well, it to see which be way like they if decide we try to, go. to get Trey Flowers in the free agency. Yeah, and then exactly. Yeah, maybe that's what they'll do. I, I mean, it just seems like the most natural position because you see how so many of these defenses are run in the NFL these days off of that one DN slash linebacker who can, you know, harass the quarterback and still drop into coverage from time to time. The Max and the Von Millers, like. I feel like if you get a chance to get a guy like that and you run a defense that fits them, you tend to want them high in the draft. And, you know, outside a quarterback, that's probably, you know, or left yeah. tackle. I feel like there's two of yeah. those guys this year, Nick Bosa and Josh Allen, two guys that we have no shot at, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I think. right. A, I think there's yeah, like a, a handful of – of talented ones after them, but just not as sure things like oh, that. It's a, uh, I mean, it's ex- an extremely deep uh, defensive I, line draft. I think that that dude from is it Mississippi State, Montez Sweat? I yes. 
that dude looks like a bit of a freaky athlete. Um, Klein Farrell, like you mentioned, there's yeah, there's there's some other guys, but I don't know how I, how I feel about about a lot of them at eight. Yeah, just um, just for some perspective uh, for listeners out there of a forty yard dash out of a DN, you know, an effective high draft that we want to see. You want to see something in the mid to low four six uh, time. I'm just looking at last year, the last couple of years here. Marcus Davenport ran a four five eight. He was drafted in the first round last year, traded up actually on uh, the Saints did, and he was a very effective for them. Miles Garrett four six four. Bradley Chubb four six five. Uh, Solomon Thomas four six nine. So that those those are the type of times you want to see out of an elite. Uh, Ziggy ran that. like a four six five two or something like that. He well, he ran in that range as well. So yeah, that's it's a pretty solid metric. <laughs> yeah, he ran a four. He ran a four six three. Yeah, he ran a four six three. So I, he's a beast. What, a beast. You know, what he's healthy is the key the word. Right. Yeah. If the Lions could bring yeah. him back for one year, $10 million, would you do it? I don't know. That's uh, a one-year prove-it deal. Just... Yeah, I guess it would depend on how how, how he, he looks, looks health you know, health-wise to the Lions. On the roster. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not I, – I know, like, I like the idea of him coming back and getting, like, a resurgence here. But I just – it's hard to trust that. And, that you know, it's like the – we always start every Lions season with living on, like, the hopes and dreams of the million ifs, you can say, to if this works out, the Lions could win this year. Like, And if if Ziggy yeah. stays healthy, we got a DN that can get after the quarterback. But I know. I, I love Ziggy, but – I don't know if I could go through that again. If it's like week two and he like tweaks his, oh, I mean, yeah. he's clearly he's clearly not a three down player anymore <laughs> in defense. He's a situational pass run pass rusher. I mean, I don't I, know if I, that's even true. He's just been so banged up. It's like what else can he? But do? that's why he has to be a situational pass rusher for the rest of his career because he gets so banged up so easily. Oh well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And he's effective when he's like. Healthy, it's just the problem is he's never healthy. I don't, I personally don't see a reunion, but I'm just curious if if he's not seeing any good offers out there. The Lions are yeah. familiar with him and his health and everything like that. I don't think it's out of the question to see him come back in the for a one year deal, eight to ten million dollar range. Well, that wouldn't make me mad, but anything above that, I would say no way. Yeah, there is probably a team out there that's going to offer him more and possibly like two years, I don't know. 18 million or something like that, or two years for 20, just because the position is so. In I have no problem <laughs> with them retaining him as long as he's not, you know, sort of part of the plan, so to speak. As long as he's like an auxiliary reserve type guy and not supposed to be one of the pillars of our defense, then I'm fine keeping him. You know, they got to move on to get more talented guys, younger yeah. guys. That are healthy. <laughs> so, I yeah. So, how about running backs this week? What running backs are we going to look at? Hmm. And what is my my personal favorite uh, posi- drill for running backs is the three cone drill, just because that that's like you know the jump cuts and going through a hole with burst and things like that. That's where I think it really shows in terms of uh, you know measuring. Yeah, that's a good one. 
You want to see yeah. agility and burst. If you're wondering what the top 40-yard dash time last year was, it was by TJ – or this is 2017, sorry. In 2018, it was Naheem Hines out of North Carolina State, ran a 4.38. So Saquon Barkley ran a 4.4, and Tariq Cohen ran a 4.42. It was actually kind of a slow year for the running backs. Yeah. It was the fastest. Uh, I mean, that, that's pretty fast for running back. Yeah. Yeah. Tariq Cohen ran a 4-4-2, and that, he's lightning quick. He's quick. He's quicker than fast, but it's still pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, not everybody's Chris Johnson yeah. running 4-2. That's usually at the wide receiver position. That's why he was so unique. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey ran a 4-4-8. Yeah, that's ridiculous for a white boy. Some other no, some some other notable <laughs> yeah. some other notable ones I, I see out here. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Leonard Fournette ran a four five one. Nick Chubb ran a four five two. Uh, and Sony Michelle ran a four five four, and he just won a Super Bowl. And it was the first round pick of the. That's why Chubb yeah. was. Nobody says draft a running back in the first round, and there was two taken last year by two, uh, you know, friendly competitive teams, the Seahawks. Such a and strong class Patriots. last year, though. It really was. It really was. We didn't to carry yeah. on Johnson. So. I mean, the Browns got so lucky when Chubb fell to the second round for them. Like, And we get that lucky, too. Oh, yeah. We got carry on. Yeah, carry on didn't run his 40 at the combine. So If carry on had time. ran his 40 at the combine, I think we he might have jumped into the first round. His, the uh, biggest thing with know. him is still his injury thing, his weird-shaped body. Yeah, I bet carry on landed land somewhere in the mid four fives. That's my guess. They he did it. He he said he was like low four fives. I think. Yeah, that that sounds about right. It was like four five two or I don't know. No, it was four five four, but which is solid for a back that size. Yeah, yeah he's definitely he's got has more some burst like explosion than the long speed. Yeah, so the last two years, uh, the best three cone drill was Christian McCaffrey. He ran a six five seven. The next closest is Chase Edmonds, uh, six seven nine. So Christian McCaffrey really blew it away with that, and you can see it in his games. He's a freak. Uh, Carryon Johnson did run this. Yeah. So compare. Remember, uh, Christian McCaffrey six five seven. Carryon Johnson seven oh seven. <laughs> so a whole yeah, half second slower. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Also, look at the size. I don't know. So. Yeah, uh, carry on five three two thirteen. Christian McCaffrey five eleven two oh two. At least that 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 was their weight at the uh, combine. Yeah, so some significant differences in builds there. That's, well, yeah, yeah, that lends itself to the smaller backs for sure. And carry on at a higher vertical, uh, forty inch vertical. McCaffrey at a thirty seven and a half. I love that big vertical when he can jump over the line, score touchdowns. Oh, yeah. The old Walter Payton style. Yeah, you, you need to see that more. I, we need to see that more, I think, actually. I agree. Um, so, though, but as far as running backs to look forward to, uh, just I remember watching the Bull games. Uh, Snell. Snell, yeah. Oh, Snell, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there's, I believe his name is uh, Josh Jacobs out of Alabama or, or, and Damian Harris. Those are two guys to look for. Uh, at as well. You know, the Lions love their Alabama guys. It's more on the defensive line, but they do love their Bama players. Yeah. I think that Josh Jacobs will be gone. I'm, 
before. Yeah, the I don't round. see the Lions taking a second round running back think... personally. Uh, it's definitely going to be a later yeah. draft pick. I want them yeah. to get Mark Ingram in the free agency. Well, hmm, I, I well it, only if he goes for yeah. uh, cheap. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to spend big on. Mark <laughs> well, Ingram. yeah, I don't want to sign him as like a mega signing. I don't want to sign him for more than five million dollars. If it's and I think he's going to get more than that from somebody. Well, we'll see. Five million dollars a year. I don't know how many years, but uh, not more than five million dollars on a cap hit per year. That's my that's my opinion. I just think there's an, this draft is deep enough at running back. You can get one and not have to pay somebody and put it elsewhere, like on the defensive line, linebacker, defensive backs, or special special teams. <laughs> God knows we need help in special teams. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't see a, a running back going in the no, first two rounds. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another another name that's no, fun to throw out no. there, and he was pretty effective at Georgia is Elijah Holyfield, the the son of Evander Holyfield. Yeah, he ran for a thousand uh, yards at Georgia, uh, six hundred sixteen of which were gained after contact. So that's a tough runner that you can see right there. I don't have his measurables right now, but that's just a name that came to mind as well. And then uh, Benny Snell, who we mentioned. So there's just oh, some Snell, names to look yeah. out for. And there's one name that's really rocketed up. On um, this guy's <laughs> been injured a lot. He played at Oklahoma. His name's Rodney Anderson. Uh, in 2017, he had he was dominant but uh he's had a few injuries in his past including a vertebrae in his back it was like slightly broken he had to repair and a broken leg in 2015 so he's had some injuries uh what do you what do you think about drafting a guy with an injury history out of college mm, Worth it? depends on the injury history well i mean yeah. how do you feel when we drafted um, job at best with a concussion history um that didn't work out. I mean, he was actually a great player, but the concussion. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's why the Lions got him in the first place because of his uh, injury history, and it ended up unfortunately hurting him. But I just, re- I just remember. Of course, that was that was the knock against uh, Adrian Peterson coming out of college. Was that that's true. He might be injury prone, but he ended up being yeah, an that's iron a fair horse. Point. That's a fair point. I just remember job at best. Uh, the Lions finally hosted Monday Night Football against the Bears after years and years without uh, uh, hosting a Monday Night Football game, and he took that 80-yarder to the house, and the place was oh. like, the camera was shaking, the place was rumbling, oh, yeah. and oh, it was great. That's it was great. Amazing. The Lions were 5-0 and after that night. Uh, <laughs> it was phenomenal, and then, you know, we, we proceeded to lose down the stretch. We didn't win the division and then lost a playoff game to the New Orleans Saints. But it was a fun, it was a fun first half of the yeah. season. Yeah. <laughs> it was. He was an exciting oh, player. When he so was. exciting. He was, so he, was healthy. he was so fast. Yeah, it's a shame. And he his last play with the Lions was like such a non-play. It was like a simple little tackle in the open field, like by the ankles, and his head just hit the ground, and we never saw him again. Uh, those things are. I mean, yeah. you talk about being concussion prone. Uh, those things are funny. Well, you you saw that play, didn't you? Yeah, college, yeah. He, he went like it looked. It looked like he was walking on invisible ten. stairs. Where he, <laughs> he just the Gatorade on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He landed. Yeah, he was so high up, high up, and he came yeah. straight down his head. It was vicious. It, it was but... a shame to see. Uh, you, you, I mean, you, you can call him yeah. the uh, T.J. Lang of running backs, right? And the amount of concussions he's had. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess. <laughs> I think he his were yeah. worse than TJ's. Yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> TJ Lang seems to recover a little better for them. I'm I'm really curious if TJ Lang is going to come back or not, and how that's going to affect this draft as well. Uh, do we take a late round offensive lineman? I'm almost positive we will, just because Bob Quinn loves offensive linemen. I don't even know in if the draft be late round. It might be middle or early round. Well, it, I mean, we'll see what they do with uh, TJ Lang and his contract. That'll definitely, I think, determine that. If he's not coming back, I definitely see a higher draft pick. Um, True. For the Lions, but if he is coming back, I I can see them taking one, maybe waiting till the the fifth to seventh round. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping there's some quarterbacks available with the Lions draft, just so we could dra- uh, trade back a little bit. That'd be nice. Yes, I'm, somebody made us. I'm still I'm still a big thoughts. fan of trading back from this eighth spot. I think there's just a lot of value, but <laughs> we got to really, yeah, like you said, hope somebody really wants a quarterback at eight. And I'm not sure we're I'm not sure we're gonna see it. Yeah, quite honestly, it was if like uh, we we're saying, Mel Kiper has the the tight end from Iowa slated to us at eight, which I think is. <laughs> if way you want to see the Detroit line further back in the round, I can put a crazy. Have them draft the yeah. tight end at eight, but I'd take him in the later of the round. Oh my god! Yeah, later in the first round, I'd be all for it. I think this guy is like <laughs> extremely legit. Yeah, I agree. And that's TJ Hawkinson, no by the way. Oh, in case the listeners do not know yes. what you're referring to. Yes. Um, there, but it's a very deep tight end draft, so it, at least that's what it's been to penned as. I, I don't know all the prospects necessarily. There's a, there's the guy at Stanford. Oh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Um, the, the other one? guy, Noah Font. And Noah, mm-hmm. Noah Font from Iowa. Yeah, and then uh, the yeah. Alabama um, – tight end as well, but he's known as more of a receiving tight end than a blocking one. And that's why this Hawk, uh, Hawkinson is so highly rated because of his blocking plus the receiving that he's shown. What do you guys think is the one, or what's the one position you guys wouldn't be okay with them drafting at eight? Mine is long eight. snapper, um, punter. Well, personally, <laughs> yeah. Well, Jay, uh, Zach might or uh, Big Z, you might go for the puncher <laughs> thing because uh, you've been that's true. You've been, been talking about that, but uh, only because of the cap hit that uh, Sam Martin has. I just don't think it justifies the production he has necessarily put out. Yeah, I would say no running back at that high, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't want a quarterback that high myself. I would, I wouldn't, I'd be okay with them taking a quarterback later in the draft, but not, not in the first round. So a receiver would be good. Or tight end. I wouldn't be so upset with tight end yeah. if it's Hawkinson, uh, just because I think he's really, really good. Yeah, and I think he could transform the offense to a certain degree. Even, but can he do it in his rookie year is a big question, unfortunately. And I don't, I don't know if uh, Patricia yeah. and especially Bob Quinn have time to uh, wait for a tight end to, you know, become an All Pro. Especially in his rookie year. Yeah, I think from what I've read about these guys is uh, that Hawkinson would be the only one that would possibly take that high of a level. But they better be sure about yeah. it. Yeah. So how long – Bob Quinn, He's this is his uh, fifth year with the Lions, right? Fourth? Is it fifth? 
already? I think it's, it's fourth, fourth, but maybe it's fifth. It's fourth. Do you think he is he on the hot seat this year? Would you say? Yeah, it's definitely a big. I mean, I want to say he starts off on the hot seat, but it could get very hot very fast. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he's not on the hot seat to start the season, but this is the year yeah, it so. should all start coming together. I mean, he's got his people in there. He's got his players yeah, in I, there. I agree. I, it should start paying. I, I definitely fruit. agree with that. And I, I'm just, I, I think we're going to see a more aggressive Bob Quinn than we've seen in the past, just because we've had, we haven't won a playoff game yet with him under, uh, under his control, and something's got to show for it eventually. Oh, you're saying he's going to break his uh, no splash signing thing? And oh, God, no. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't, don't want him. The one-two punch. It would be a hell of a one-two punch, but not at the price that we would be required to get him at. The um, yeah. defenses would get so yeah, bored by because of the patient running styles. They'd be like, come on, are they ever going to make cuts? <sighs> I, I just see um, – I see the Lions going all out for Trey Flowers. If they don't get him, I'll actually be disappointed because I think they have all the inroads to get him. They have the cap space to get him, and he's a perfect fit for Matt Patricia. Yeah, I more or less agree with you as far as free agency is concerned. That's the one position. But I think we'll do like a free agency preview as we get closer to um, the date of free agency. But we just wanted to touch up on the NFL Combine coming up this week, highlight a few players, uh, get our thoughts on the Combine itself. Um, I mean, do you guys have anything to add for uh, the rest of this week or any other Lions topics? Like we said, kind of a slow slow news going on, but the, the Combine is coming up and we'll have our reactions next week. Yeah, I got something. Yeah. Go Lions. I don't know. Boy, <laughs> Yeah, nothing else really, really happening. All right. Are you kidding me? This is the Lions, like, Christmas. It's uh, our season. Beginning. <laughs> no, it's a new oh, culture. Yeah. Uh, uh, Red Dog. I mean, yeah. That's, that's in the past. I'm still going to watch it like it's the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Well... We want to thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. If you like what you're hearing, please share this. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. Um, It's going to get a lot more exciting, folks. We're going to have combine reactions next week. Um, We got free agency coming up in March. Um, We're going to have some people with more knowledge on certain positions in the draft also coming on the pod as well. Uh, Just we're going to be breaking it down for you. No worries. Uh, we're going to get some more information this weekend, though, after this combine for sure. Um, we'll we'll get, really get a feeling for what we like. And hopefully uh, some more news and, you know, the little inklings around uh, what the Lions want to do. All right. but So last yeah. but not least, you guys, uh, Rudd Dog, Bob, uh, go. 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 Lions. Forward down the field. A charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain.
Alliance victory! Go! Go. Go.